This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. So Judd, can we win two out of three from Houston? Ooh. (laughs) You know, yes. Yes, they can. They have to. Yes, yes, they can. It's possible. And then more importantly, too, or just as importantly, if they win two or three from the Astros, they can uh, come back here on the weekend. They have four games against Cleveland. Right. So that's a division foe. And, again, it's not a very good team, hopefully, or I don't think it is. So let's say you can win three or four there, too. So dare I say that they get on some type of roll, Tom Bernard? Are they still up two because they won a game yesterday? Or is it just one now? Uh, no, I think it's two now because uh, it is Detroit true. I lost. Thought, I thought so, yeah. Yes. I thought that was yes. the case. So we're back up to two, which is good. We almost uh, became a 500 ball club there while we were on the road. That uh, was not good. Or at home, I should say, not on the road. Yeah, but, the Toronto was not good. That that was a no. frustrating series. So, what the hell was that Sunday? Three nothing. I know. Three. Can't score a run. This is where I hope that Royce makes a difference because I think he is going to provide some pop. Because when you're getting beat, you know, I mean, Toronto, Toronto's a good team, but my God, you're at home and you can't score a run. Give me a break. I know it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. What time do you have to be off today? Is that a? It is a thirty-seven day. Uh, this is a thirty-seven day. Yes, sir. Okay, I wanted to make sure because you started right at nine o'clock, so I'm going to work the hell out of you for thirty-seven minutes. Whoosh. It's going to be I'm, unbelievable. I'm rested. You're well, well rested. rested. You're well rested and, and ready to go. And f- full of f- full of beer. So, uh, yes, let's get to it. Let's do it. You're still full of beer now? Well, no, but I was the previous uh, two <laughs> days or so. No, I took yesterday off completely. You know, Friday, oh, Saturday, man. and Sunday took their toll. So I decided Monday, uh-uh, I am going to take the entire day off. I remember those days. It was nothing but fun. There's no question about no it. No drama at all. No. Oh, drama with me? No way. No, looking at me? Never. And Brittany was starting fights, so, like, I did not do that. I was, a, a, I'm very peaceful. Hey, there was two Fs I was doing, and fighting was just one of them. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, okay. You were doing free range? <laughs> yep. Free ranging. Oh, God. <laughs> he was free ranging. There you go. Glad to hear it. Nothing but class over there. What can I say? That's all I have to say to you. Uh, in any case, so, okay, the Twins are two up again, which we like. I did not expect them to win that game after giving up the Grand Slam, but they did come back and win it. So we got to start winning more games, man. That's all I'm saying. Right? They got to win series. They got to win so, series. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a better Just way win to win series. Yep. Just win series. I think that was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm sure he was not the first to say this, I think that was TK's big thing, right? You got to win series. You got to win the series, exactly. And now, this isn't the season like a third over already? Well, yeah, we're into we're just about June, so yeah, well, yeah. at least a quarter. I, we're two months in. Jesus, I cannot believe that went by that quickly. I was distracted by doing this show. What the hell? I don't want to be distracted. What about that action? Um, anything else in sports we should know about? And, and otherwise, we can move on to some stories too, because I do want to read one story about what the best karaoke songs are. But I want um, you to be on for that one. From our standpoint, no. No, we're, we're good. Twins are it because, of course, the yeah. Wild and Wolves can't win a, a damn playoff series. And, <laughs> and so, you know, the conference, the, the conference uh, finals in the NBA are done. The National Hockey League Stanley Cup is set. And I know everyone on the show is going to be shocked. It doesn't involve Minnesota teams. Hockey, the state of hockey, and I we've never it. won a Stanley Cup. I just don't get it. It's my passion. I love that sport. That is my yeah. favorite sport, and oh, it is, is it? beyond frustrating. Two Stanley Cup finals. So the North Stars were here from 67 to 93. They went to the finals and lost twice. The Wild has now been here since 2000, and they have never been past the third round. And that was in their third year of existence. My favorite thing about professional hockey is to being over at a place, Francine Nanny's house. I don't know if you know Francine Nanny or not, mm-hmm. but uh, we're at her house. I don't give Louie any credit. Of it's all her house, of right? Of course, yes. I just loved watching hockey with Lou Nanny because every time it would end with, 
Jesus Christ. (laughs) 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 That was so great. Louie gets so pissed off. He's watching a game he has no control over, and he did not like not having any control over those games. I will tell you that. Well, he's told the the story that he had to quit as uh, GM of the Stars because the doctor basically said, if you don't quit, you're going to die. Yeah. He's like, okay, I guess I'll quit. Because yeah, no we get so intense. He he told me once that they were playing that North Stars were playing a playoff game in Toronto, and he was GM of the team, and he left the arena and went and saw a movie during his team's game. He didn't get <laughs> I love that. That works for me. All right, I got to take a break. We'll be right back, though. Correct? You'll be with yes. us still till thirty. I'll be with you. Yes. I'm glad to hear that. Tom Bernard here. Consider me your doctor of throttle therapy. On and off the water, by the way. Uh, cruise the water in luxury on a brand new Bennington pontoon from Power Lodge. Enjoy more sunsets on the water, entertain the kids, and just float all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge. The Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge, with locations in Brainerd, Donamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Hundreds of pontoons and fishing boats are in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at the Power Lodge. I used to live on a lake in Golden Valley, and I can tell you that it's a great life. Even if you don't live on the water, though, it can be just as much fun when you take your boat and trailer to experience the fun of an afternoon on any one of our 10,000-plus Minnesota lakes. Enjoy the best days of summer with friends in a brand-new Bennington pontoon. Brittany, where's your pontoon? I'm waiting for you to buy us a pontoon. Okay. The show pontoon. The, the show. Yeah, the poon tune. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, ladies. Bennington <laughs> Pontoon from the Power Lodge. Miller Marine in St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer on the planet. My friends at the family-owned and operated Power Lodge brought uh, Miller Marine into the family. And so there's a throttle therapy prescription from your buddy, Tommy B. Go to PowerLodge.com and MillerMarine.com and get on the water. A lot of new enrollments, huh? Braylon, Braylon. Monique's daycare is crawling with new arrivals. Hey, sweetie, are you hungry? She needs more early childhood educators. Did your socks slip off again? And a nap. Hey there, little guy. Okay. Whoa. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. Say goodbye to tossing and turning and flipping your pillow over in the middle of the night. And more great news on the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free offer with promo code TOM. MyPillow 2.0, with its temperature-regulating technology, is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to receive the MyPillow 2.0 buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Promo code TOM or call 800-516-5146 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. Hi, this is Judd Zolgad. You know, summertime weather is here and that means fun in the sun. The beach, ballpark, or barbecues are even more enjoyable when you're healthier and more active. Let Livia Weight Control Centers help you make the most of our beautiful summer days. Livia's premier all-access offer of 50% off plus a free gift is on now, but exclusive for one week only. Only. You could lose up to 15 pounds or more by the 4th of July. Imagine that. They'll help you develop a personalized nutrition plan that's doctor recommended. I lost 40 pounds a couple of years ago. And here's the best part. Livia is going to help you just like they did me keep that weight off. So their dietitians and nutritionists not only help you shed those excess pounds, but keep them off as well. Summertime is here and Livia wants you to make the most of it. Call 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com. Livia's premier all access. Access offer 50% off plus a free gift exclusive one week only. Call 855 Go Livia or visit Livia.com. Livia voted Minnesota's best weight loss program two years in a row. Offer ends on Friday. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Look at that show just flying by yet again. Holy bucket. It's 9.20. I know. You know, Brittany, you mentioned that we were talking, we were laughing about Moondance Jam, and we yeah. just heard Ariel Speedwagon. Very disappointed, and here's what happened. They had Ariel Speedwagon at Moondance Jam, and it yep. was a great show. Yeah. Kevin Cronin sounded great, looked great, and I found out that uh, Dish Network was going to have the show, and they were going to, from Moondance Jam, and they were going to show it on Dish Network, oh, and cool. I didn't have Dish Network, and went to a buddy's house that had it. I was all excited. I want to see the Moondance Jam I was just at, and... It comes on. First of all, they got rid of the radio station banner. Somehow they oh, were able yeah. to like paint oh, over yeah. the banner. We we owned the stage, so yeah. the car letters were gone. And then somebody uh, auto tuned Kevin Cronin. No, for the for the Dish Network. So it, di- it didn't even sound like Why? it. He was right on it too. He didn't have one bad note that whole show, and he's. They auto-tuned him, so he sounded like this little robot. So I'm who like, did that? I don't know. Some genius at Dish Network oh, that God. touched up the whole genius. thing and completely ruined it. I was like, I, he doesn't need auto-tune. I don't understand it. I need auto-tune. <laughs> get, man. What do you think? To get on the run, baby. baby. <laughs> All right. Speaking of singing, what are the best karaoke songs? I do have mine. Do you have a favorite karaoke song? I have more karaoke songs I don't like other people singing. Oh, I understand. Oh, <laughs> My I favorite. Feel that. And uh, What's Up from Four Nine Blondes at oh. the top of the list. As soon as I hear the guitar start, it's time for me. I don't even smoke. It's time for me to take a cigarette. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Because <laughs> I can't be in the building if I hear What's Up. Okay, do you have one favorite, though? That I'd like songs? to do? Mm-hmm. Or that you'd like to hear? I'd like people. to hear done. Whatever. But what more like you do? Um, I, I, anything done by Merle Haggard, I really like. I hearing. love Merle Haggard because you know it, it, people that aren't the, the best singers can still mm-hmm. kind of f- follow along yeah, and do it yeah. okay and pull it off. So, and some of those like the country songs I like. That's a good point you're making because I'm the, on the other side of that because the one that I pick is the uh, biggest bitch of a song to sing. What is it? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go last. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. it's not an easy song to sing, especially the way the woman sings it. Holy Christ, is she good! Loving you from Minnie Ripperton. <laughs> That's not singing, actually. That's just chirping. All right, Brittany, what do you got? What's okay, your favorite so, karaoke song? Um, I usually partner up because I'm, oh, you, you do? know, okay, I'm you not, I'm not, I'm terrible. Okay. So I always did Proud Mary, and I would let them be. Tina and I would just go rolling, but I'd get to dance. I'd be I'm sure. an amazing yeah. background dancer. Oh, I believe that. Very talented. Yeah. Um, so I always would lean into that. Find something, somebody who could sing, and I would just be the rolling, rolling. rolling. And well, that's, that's good. Yeah, like I know where I fall, and it is. Well, you had fun. I had a blast. So there you go. That's all that matters. All right, what do you got? What's your favorite? Bell Bib Devoe Poison. Well, that's for, right, you told us for that. For the reason that Brittany <laughs> right. said, I like to do dancing, too. And yeah. it's all about the dancing to me, because I can't really sing that well. So, no. yeah. you know, it's just about the performance of it. And what I do is, this is bad, every time I go up, I try to get the crowd on my side. Yeah, of course. And I say, hey, guys, um, my name's Allie. I'm really nervous. This is the first time I've ever <laughs> done. Oh, God. <laughs> Liar. Uh, uh, you know, uh, this is my biggest fear, it, and I'm stepping up. I, if you guys wouldn't mind just giving me a little extra room. And then the drunk crowd is just like, yeah, go, girl. You know, are manipulator. Oh, for sure. Liar. Butter them up. Yeah. Liar. Works every time. Okay, Judd, what do you got? I'm probably with, uh, right here. I would go Johnny Cash. Now, I've just to be clear, have never done this before. Oh, you've never and, done karaoke? And, no, and as drunk as I've been at times in bars, <laughs> I've never even been tempted to. Johnny I, I, Cash I, is a good t- good pick. It is a good pick, yeah. But yeah, but again, right, that, that's like in what you're talking about. If you pick the right Cash song, you can actually get through it without it being a complete abomination, probably. That's a good thing. Love right. is a burning thing. Yep. <laughs> get through that. You're good at that, yeah. And it makes Rudy, what do you got? For how much I hate 80s songs that sound like they came right out of the 80s, Starships, Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now is my jam. That's a good one. It's a great song. Do I even know that song? And how does it go? we can build this thing together, oh, standing yeah, yeah. strong forever. Oh, yeah. yeah, Mannequin 2. 
Mannequin on the move. That's where that uh, move, that's where that song came from. The is there any mannequin too? Yeah. Mannequin any... on the move. <laughs> mannequin knew, on the move. You knew the little subline. Do you do you have an emotional attachment to no. that movie? No. Tom was going to say something about that being whiter than what? It's the whitest song ever recorded. It really is. It yes. really it's very white. Is. Real, that's actually. Hey, you clap. You clap along. I was listening to, to a, a '50s show on Sirius XM hosted by Pat Boone on Sunday morning. Oh, mornings, I love right? Pat. He does Great a show, guy. and it's actually a very good show. And he does a lot of the MOR mm-hmm. type stuff from the '50s. Sure. And <clears throat> I didn't realize he did a, co- a version of. You know, he's pretty clean cut. He did a version of drinking wine, Spodioti. Oh, sure. But it was having fun, Spodioti. Oh, so he didn't drink the wine anymore. <laughs> having fun, Spodioti. Having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Even he kind of made fun of you. He was like, "I'm a teetotaler," so I changed it to having fun instead of drinking wine. I love it. No question about it. So, actually, I have two favorite karaoke songs. Here we go. And they're both a bitch to sing. Chances are. Okay. Yeah. Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis. Did you ever try to sing Johnny Mathis? Chances are. It ain't easy. I don't even, I can't even imagine you doing that. I can't even place that song. How does it go? It goes, chances are, because I wear a silly grin the moment you come into view. You know that song, don't you? Wow. Well, can't you just sing it in a different, you know, in a different range? Chances are, as I wear a silly grin. The Andre the Giant version. That wasn't bad at all. You remind me, I had an officer. I was an officer. There was an officer I was in uh, the Army with who would always sing, Tears on my pillow. Pain in my heart caused by you. Caused by you. Little Anthony, isn't it? Yep. Little Anthony and Imperials. That's a hard voice to do. But the number one... And you can all try singing this one because it's a real thrill. At last. Remember that song? Oh, Etta James. Etta James, baby. The greatest song ever sung. You, God, I, she nailed that song. Is that one of those songs when you're singing it, you don't you realize how slow you have to really go because she takes she her does. time. And in a beautiful she does. way. That's true. But when you're on stage there, you're like, at last. <laughs> like, that's. What a singer. It's oh so my beautiful. God, what a singer. You know why she wasn't bigger? Because hmm. she wasn't pretty. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. She was overweight and not pretty, and therefore it kind of, it didn't ruin her career, but it certainly didn't let her grow to the heights she should have grown yeah. to. Well, that's what, they, that's what they told Mary Clayton, too. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. They said that we already have an Aretha. We don't need another one. <laughs> how oh, how terrible to hear that. Yeah. There's another woman, though. Oh, my God, that girl could sing. Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was as good as it got. Now she's gone. What's the big song that her sister did? Her sister? Her sister. I think it was her sister, Irma. She has a sister, Irma? I never knew Aretha this. Aretha and yeah. Irma. Irma Franklin? Get back inside. Yeah, who did a song that was covered by somebody else and is huge and has done often on really? karaoke. What? Might have been a little song you might have heard of called Peace in My Heart. Peace of... Oh, Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin, absolutely. Covered it. That's actually uh, Irma Franklin. Really? Come yeah. on! Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah a, she could belt it out, huh? Oh, it's and it's awesome. It's a you know R and B feel, a little different you know feel mm-hmm. to it, but it's really good. Speaking of ugly singers, who's that? Joplin. <laughs> 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 Runner up, Jess Joplin. Yeah. Are we all staring at you? Because I was like, which one? It's pretty hard to argue that point. And by the way, you said she was a singer, <laughs> which she was not. Like, She's such a sc- that screeching. If I, you know what, I, yeah. I'm not. I was never a big fan. I wasn't either. You, you not she, at all. You didn't think she was a good singer? Not just at a. All. Uh, she's a hollerer. She uh, was yeah, a hollerer. I mean, she I hollered. liked her, but I like like the angsty woman. Like I'm, yeah. I'm into that. I understand. I understand that. So, well, Janis Joplin just took a beating on this show right I, now. Right? <laughs> well, Cry Rudy Baby, come on. That's another one that was a cover. Cry, the original Cry Baby, Baby was very good. Mm-hmm. I don't remember who did it. I can't remember. But it was that's a cover, too. And the original was much not so screamy. Do you have a favorite Janis Joplin quote? Because I do. Let's hear it. She did this actually live on the microphone. She Uh-oh. was introduced to a Catholic priest, found him to be attractive, and said, on the microphone, can you guys ball? <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to screw a priest. It's wow. like, oh my god! They actually There's made a another show about porn that. thing. Oh, and <laughs> was it called? She shot her bag. Feedback. Oh yeah, yeah feedback. There you go. Mm-hmm. Cool. Shot her shot. So she good shot for her, her shot. But I, he kind of went, well, boy, look at the time. <laughs> right. 
I'd love to schmooze. He's but... like, not no, not no. <laughs> I got to get back to church. <laughs> yeah, it's about time, isn't it? Get back to church, take care of things. But no, I mean, I I did not realize it until many many years ago that I've always been more attracted to women singers than men. Isn't that weird? You would think as a man you'd be attracted to men singing. I and agree I, with you. Look, there are great singers. Don't get me wrong, but there are I many agree. more great women singers. I, I got I to agree with that. There's some really oh, fantastic female singers. Phenomenal. And then they even the ones that really do the talk right, sing. Right. How about the talk singers like Della Reese? Oh, yeah, Della Reese, yeah. <laughs> she kind of talks part of it and then holds the air. And yeah, the end, she, true. She's kind of a talk singer. Like Neil Diamond's kind of a talk singer, especially as he's gotten older. Yeah. Oh, mm. God, my Neil Diamond story. Very quick, Judd. You'll like this story, I think. Yeah. So about when did uh, the jazz singer come out? Remember Neil Diamond saying on the jazz singer? What that came out what like seventy eight, seventy nine, something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I'm looking. The jazz singer by Neil right. Diamond. There's these devices they can look that up. I'm yeah, looking at go. It's a device. Let's see. Because well, it's not really important. I can tell a story while you're looking up the year. 1980. Yeah. So it was eighty. Yeah, I thought it was seventy nine. So it was eighty. Uh, I'm at at the, at home, uh, 3515 Penn Avenue North, and my phone rings again, desktop phone, and I answer the phone. I go hello, and he goes it's Tom, and he did that too. He went Tom, it's Neil Diamond. I said how you doing, Neil? Because his his other work was on Columbia, but the jazz singer came out on Capitol Records, so that's why I was working with him. Tom, I just called to tell you something. I have some bad news for you. I said. Okay, Neil, what's the bad news? And he said, I won't be able to spend Christmas with you and your family this year. And I was thinking, well, you never have before either. <laughs> yeah, well, so that hit hard. Apparently he called all 22 regional guys and the three national guys to tell them he couldn't spend Christmas with them. What? <laughs> I, what? Indeed. What? <laughs> now, Catherine, I adore that woman. I, I, I adore my wife. So we go see a guy, and his name was Neil Zirconium. Get it? Ah, uh, a fake diamond. I like ah. that. Neil Zirconium, and she's sitting in the front row, and he's belting out. And he sounded just like Neil Diamond. It looked like him, sounded like him, all the rest of it. We're sitting from about from me to Ray, so it's about what eight feet. Yeah. He sings, finishes the last song, and Catherine, who apparently had a drink or two, <laughs> turns to her buddy and says in full voice, God, he sounds just like Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond sucks. Okay, Catherine. I guess Neil Zirconium and I might be in the parking lot slugging it out. And her, she's not wrong, okay, you guys? (laughs) Money talks. (laughs) Like, and I like him, but no. Not the greatest singer. He's not the voice of a generation. He's just an entertainer. No, he is. And like you said, he gets he's a shtick and he gets it. We get it, we love it. Yeah, Tom and I could agree. We who loves the Beatles more than us? They were the absolute most excellent musicians and singers of mm-hmm. all times. They were just very good and entertainers, and it's the memories of the music and where we were and what, yeah. we were, you know, what it brings us back to, not how great they were accurately. And Although yeah, Paul the sensation. Was, oh, yeah, phenomenal musician. All the way around. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All just, the way around. But like like the guitar work of uh, George Harrison and those early guitar solos were a little lumpy, but I still love them, yeah. and I can no, play I a lumpy air guitar with it every time and I hear them, too. How fun that there was a whole nation just swarming around that, and you guys were all involved in that. Like, yeah. I get that. That must have been so uniting and felt really fun, and, and just to jump on, you know, with a whole bunch of people excited about something. Yeah, that won't ever happen again, either. Was that here when one of you guys was talking about, somebody asked asked the the John and Paul if Ringo was the best drummer in rock and roll. Yeah, yeah but tell that, us again. It's that is so, so fun. Yeah. You've got to say it. It's so funny. Yeah, it I brought that up last week. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought it was mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> tell us again, yeah. A reporter asked John and Paul if Ringo was the best drummer in rock and roll, and Paul said, he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs> 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 oh. That's cold. That's good. That is cold. There's a chance he was right. <laughs> 
That Paul was right. <laughs> well, he might have been right. Well, yeah. I'd understood that Paul actually re-recorded uh, the the drums on Golden Slum. Well, he did. Yeah, because yeah, then you can tell there's some punch behind those. And yeah. it's, it's a different great style. Drummer. Yeah, great drummer. But great everything. Yeah. Okay, now Judd only has a couple of minutes left, so I'm running. You got two minutes still, don't you, Judd? Yep, I sure. So I'm to run this by you. The best karaoke songs. Do you have one that we just we all talked about them? So would that be your your favorite karaoke song? Each one of you. Yeah, I, I, I went with a with yeah. an artist, but that, I couldn't. Yeah, one yeah, yeah Okie from Muskogee, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, here's a question that'll get a million different answers. What's the best karaoke song? We all, we had yeah, we had five different answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No question about it. Uh, people on TikTok are arguing about it after some guy with three million followers posted his top five picks. Uh, he didn't rank them, but uh, thinks the uh, last one here is the best if it's done well. His picks are "Since You've Been Gone" by Kelly Clarkson. I don't even, I don't know that song. Oh, that would be incredibly tough. To, that would be, that's a reach, man. Is it a country deal? It's pop. Yeah, it's or just pop. one of those songs that oh, you belt song. out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Girls, when they get but broken But you got to be with. able to get way up there, too. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be good. Okay, they better be right about this. Otherwise, I'm going to tear this some bitch right out of the screen. <laughs> Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson, followed by Respect by Aretha Franklin. All right. I'm sorry, nobody is going to beat out Aretha Franklin. It ain't going to happen. No, but it feels no. so good to spell respect fast because I feel like she made sure oh. we got that C in there. Remember Vegas one year? They kept doing that song and it was like, I can't sing Aretha Franklin. R-P-T-C-Z. <laughs> really? What are you spelling, sir? Because it, it like ain't respect. Oh, yeah. R-Z-F-G something. <laughs> Yeah, I great. try to stay away from any songs that involve spelling. Yeah, probably, I'm gonna say, Rudy, <laughs> a good yeah. idea. Rudy, we're gonna we're gonna keep you out of that. <laughs> probably one. good. You ever heard someone try to do? Uh, I think it was Dell, some Dell Reeves. I think it did the girl on the billboard. Oh yes, yep. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Yeah. All right, you boys got to go, so I got to get to these. Come on, Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners. I hate that goddamn song. Come on, Eileen. Oh God. Uh, in Island in the Sun by Weezer. I don't know that yeah. one. That's an easy one to sing. It too. is. Yeah. Easy, is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's real. And finally, it's the end of the world as we know it by REM, but only if you mentioned, uh, memorized it. If you nail it, uh, it'll crush, it'll not flop. So they think the end of the world as we know it by REM. Well, it's more talking than it is singing, isn't it? Six o'clock TV hour, Douglas Adams. It's mostly talking. So how could they? Good luck memorizing that song, though. I mean, that's ridiculous. People do it. I've seen it. Yeah. It does bring down the house when done well. It makes me think of oh that scene God. in Tommy Boy when yeah, they yeah. try to sing along with oh it. And, they're like, God, Tommy and you just Leonard have one word. Bernstein. Bernstein. <laughs> Nobody mentioned tequila yet. You can memorize that one. Though. That one, I, I know all the words. Yeah. <laughs> all the word? All the word. Absolutely. Oh, that was such a good dad joke. All right. Judd has got to hit the road, unfortunately. Bye, Judd. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. Take it easy. Sports dad, as he was uh, labeled on the show this morning. No, I mean, that stuff is fun. I used to, Passolt and I used to go to do karaoke every weekend with our wives, and our wives got really sick of it. I will tell you. I do get tired of it. It was one of those things for a while. It was so popular to go to karaoke at the VFW Uptown. Oh, yeah. And I remember hitting a point goat. I just want to hear the actual people sing it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to listen to real music. I understand that. I cannot... Picture a karaoke bar there. Oh yeah, the VFW Uptown. They had VFW and Uptown. That's yeah. not a real good match. I don't <laughs> it was it? so popular it when was... I was in my early twenties. Really? Yeah, they redid Where it was too. It? It's on. I don't even know what Hennepin? street it, it's. Yeah, I think it's just off the main drag. Yeah. Yeah. So Hennepin and Lake. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's in, Lake and Lindale. Is it? Oh, Lake it's Lake and Lindale. Lindale. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thanks, Rudy. Oh, I know where you're talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go to the Arby's over there on Emerson. Yeah. Oh, Arby's drop. Oh, boy. Arby's drop. No, I actually haven't been there in quite some time, but I got to go. It's gone? <gasps> oh, that's right. The that's sign? right. It's gone they, now. They took the sign down. They took it all down. Now I think the high rise sits in that old spot. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's sad. Jesus. You know what's sad? I don't get to that area anymore. I used to hang out there all the time. It looks so different. It does. It looks yeah. totally different. And it's just, it's too bad. Why are we letting them destroy our city? I it's, don't get it. It's funny when, like, we're emotionally attached to a chain restaurant because that's how I felt when 50th and France lost their DQ. I was so heartbroken that that DQ just went, was gone. 50th and France, where was it? It was on technically 50th. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just like Kitty Corner. It's uh, next. Well, it's not going to help you, Athleta. It was right over there. But so it was right at 50th in France. Yeah. I don't do not remember that Dairy Queen at all. I have a lot. That's weird. Yeah, I went to that one a lot. And that went under. It was like now if you live in that area, getting to a DQ is so far away. But. Now, was it on the, let's say, the northeast corner of that intersection? Northeast, correct. Yes. You know who tore that down? Bilski. <gasps> That's where his bank is now. Is his Bilski. bank in a DQ? <laughs> what are the odds? Way to go, Bilski, <laughs> you hoodlum. He um, owes Brittany a DQ. No, if, <laughs> yes, he does. Absolutely. If that would be so cool, yeah. I don't. Is, I, I'm looking the, it up. It's on the northeast corner. Is, is Bilski's bank? The North northwest bank corner bank. of uh, Central Avenue in Osborne. There's a auto. Uh, it's called Moto Max, I believe. It's a used mm. car lot. Moto. Do you know, Max. it used to be on that corner. It was a no, chain what, restaint that is no on the northwest corner of Central Avenue in Osborne in Spring Lake Park. Red Barn. No, I love Red Barn. That was 49th Central. That's where the Taco go. Bell is now. No. Yeah, <laughs> this one is a, uh, yeah, no, Red Barn's no longer with us either. But no, this one, no. I, I think the original restaurant still exists in, in Los Angeles area, but it was a national chain that doesn't work very well today called Sambo's. Oh, I remember Sambo's. <laughs> Sambo's. What did they change the name to after Sambo? I don't, was it, was it Burger Chef? No. No. Bosa. Because it was Sam and Bo. Uh, oh, they're two nice Jewish boys. I remember they started Sam calling them Bo. Bosas. Yes. Bosas. Yep. Yes. They called it. They shortened it, which is a horrible name. Yeah, it was terrible. I, re- I didn't remember Bosa. that until just now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I was wrong. It's the southeast. So he is. He was across the street from where North America. Oh, is. So okay. It's south. Oh, so that's where it was. Well, he's okay. off the hook now. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't. Yeah, Bill, you got I was going to say, Bilski, check the freezer. Are there any, any chili bars? <laughs> I was going to say, that's going to be next, like, next stop. <laughs> ice cream sandwich from Bilski over there. I'll take it. I don't care. Me. Those things don't Eight go bad. Old. I don't no, mind. Of course not. They get better with age. They do. It's Just all true. Like Big listeners to the show, by the way, over at, over at the one on 50th in France. I love Bilski. So it's nice to know. Bilski. You got to say his name right. Bilski. Bilski. I can't even say my neighbor's name Bill without saying it kind of that way. Bill. I, I know. <laughs> it ruins you. No question about it. So everything else is good? Yeah. Uh, I just got reminded of a story I completely forgot happened at Moondance Jam. Oh, yeah. Can I tell this? Well, which one? Or the, or the nah. I think you should say Can I just say it in code? I won't say specifics. Go ahead. Okay. It needs to be shared <laughs> with the world. So we were at, uh, I was doing that thing where I wasn't working and went to uh, Moon Dance Jam for KQ. And uh, we were having a very fun weekend. And Ray goes to the bathroom and he drops something he found very valuable in the uh, outhouse. In the toilet. Yeah. yeah. In the, and the toilet's a nice word, but it was a very used, very, very uh, occupied outhouse. So he goes, don't worry. I, he goes, he runs to the, all of us interns. He goes, who has hand sanitizer? Who has hand sanitizer? And we're like, calm down. And then he tells us what happens. He reached for this very valuable item that he needed all weekend. <laughs> and I just start ragging on him. You're disgusting. I can't believe you put your hand in that. Ugh, you're the grossest. Oh, my God. So he reaches his hand up, sticks it in my mouth, and just holds it there. <laughs> What? Right. The hand that was just five minutes, two minutes ago was in the toilet. Wrist deep in the toilet. What? Because I'm verbally attacking him how disgusting he is. Oh, my God. And I just God. sit there. emotion. He just, I sit there with it in my mouth just in shock. And, like, I'm sure I was just giving you the worst time ever. Jesus. And I just sit there going, like. All right. Yeah. Game represent. Yeah. I remember there was uh, there was uh, temporary tattoos went flying like twenty feet in the air. You're like ah. So like it was just one of those moments. I completely forgot that even ha- that's how of a hot mess I was of a person did not even remember a poop hand in my mouth. Ah, oh, Jesus. Multiple poops. Multiple poops. Hand. Oh God! <laughs> Blue liquid. No, I actually had already done the full yeah. mega sanitizing. Yeah, it it tasted was... more like alcohol, right? Than... Which I didn't mind at the <laughs> it time. Blended in. <laughs> like, that was so funny, <laughs> and that just is like a, such a good snapshot of our friendship. Is like 
They're right there. Well, and then, and then there was, remember, the phony beards. That was a thing Oh, yeah, for a we had while. the fake beards and, for a And while. you were deployed one year. Yeah. So the other promotional people put on fake beards and took photos to send to you. And they, they sent they, me they fake beards and yeah. fake mustaches. And so when, um, what's his name came? Um, who's the one with the classic beard that we always talk about? Um, Ger- Geraldo came yeah. overseas. Oh. Uh, I had a fake uh, mustache that was a Geraldo one that Cassie had sent me. So I put on that fake mustache, and while he was doing his live broadcast, I was in the background with it. Next thing I know, he's grabbing me, make him, you know, making me come on air with him, and the lady in the studio is, like, rolling her eyes going, what are we doing here? And I could, it was so hot. It was, like, 100 degrees in Kuwait, and that my mustache is just, like, slipping down my lip so I can't even talk. And he's just going, oh, look at that. I was like, shouldn't you be doing actual news? And like, you're just smiling ear to ear, too, so it's, like, oh, coming but Suddenly off. there's comedy. You know, I know, there's this right? war coverage, and then there's this... Brittany with the mustache. The only female there, yeah. That was just wild. So that was all happening while you were working, Tom. Your mom was like sitting somewhere like, look, that's my daughter with the mustache. <laughs> just deployed. I said, that was Geraldo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually a very nice guy in person. Super mm-hmm. nice. He's Teeny. very pleasant. Yeah, he's not tiny guy. Tiny. I, everyone was like, all the army guys are like, whoa, he's teeny. And he was wearing yep. like kind of fancy jeans and they had like a little bit of glitter on the butt. Oh, so of boy. course the army guys are like, are you? But he was just like, a thimble around his waist. Yeah, yeah, he is. Really nice man, though. I was, I was very, very impressed. He's a good buddy of Don Shelby's. Oh, is he? Yeah. I could see that friendship, for sure. Yep, they're good pals, so it's, not, it's always nice to meet people, because it, it's always a shocker to me. It's like, the ones that are that big and are nice, I like, and then there are people that's kind of on the rise and yeah. arrogant as a son of a bitch. Oh, it's yeah. It's like, you're not even close to there yet. Calm down. Yeah. Right? Then there's people that I've been warned of that were people were going to be arrogant and then turned out not to be. That happened. <laughs> yeah, yep. I did an interview with Don Henley of the Eagles, mm-hmm. of course. The Don Henley. And yeah. these people, actually, again, I got the call from the people. Right. And the people said, no, Don's a little quiet and his answers are kind of slow and he comes right. off a little cold. Just wanna, you know, the guy was just, you could tell he was just going through this. He's got something he's reading from. He's just general warning. But I got Don on, and he was great. And but I, I tried to ask him different stuff. Not the same. So where did the Eagles come from? Where did where did that all come? I didn't want to ask all the same questions. Yeah. Right. So being car guy, one of the first things ever as an icebreaker, I said, what, "What's the first car you ever owned?" And all of a sudden, we were like buddies. And oh I got, yeah. And I got to ask, yeah. him, and I, he yep. told me, "Oh," and he got all he was fondly remembering. Oh, suicide, Plymouth, door Plymouth. And we did this, we did that. And I'm like, "Tell me about you know this, that, and the other thing." I got him to talk about Linda Ronstadt, and it was just cool. And so he wasn't cold. He wasn't a bad guy. And five days later, I kid you not, I got a, in the mail. I got a handwritten thank you card from him. Oh, dear Ray, nice. it all handwritten and signed and dated. And I have it now framed on the wall of the Don yeah. Henley Boys of Summer album on my wall at home. That's very. Cool. Uh, I remember you Just, told me though that he misspelled Ray, <laughs> R E Y, but. And but I thought that was super cool. The guy that was it supposed is. to be it it like, take the time out and, and lick a stamp and yeah. you know, you, mailed I, it to me. I've heard you do that on interviews, and I've heard you do that on interviews where you guys completely disarm somebody by not asking them the questions you think you're going right, to ask and right. tap into kind of where they're from, something, what you know. Well, you're about I'm, them a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's so cool. I've, I've list, you know, spent my whole, I don't, careers in parentheses listening to you do that and Tom do that. And I think that is so talented. I don't know about that. We talked about this before, and Tom, and you rolled your eyes because I said the company ended up taking that interview and removing me from it and sending it out to everybody else and having their own DJs ask the question. Oh, just, why God. would they do that? Did why? So really? my interview was showing up in like other markets with a different DJ. Hey, so what's your favorite car? Hey, man. Uh, did they tell you they were going to do that? No, I found out after that. It was, that was the compliment oh. paid to me. Sounds... Oh, by the way, Ray, your interview's being played all in the other rock markets, and they just took you out. And That's Whose awesome. idea was that? That that was uh, Scott Jamison. Oh, Scott, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> God. All right, we have to take a break. No, just because of that, I'm taking a break. Damn it. <laughs> had enough of this, for Christ's sake. It's Tommy B. For our new advertiser, Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965. The name says it all. They are family. And that's very true, by the way. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Father Jim, uh, oh, I like it. Father Jim Sr. Oh, Ooh, big man. Started the business and now brother and sister team, Tim and Lisa, 
Handel Albertville with Jim Jr. at the helm in Elko New Market. The best name in non-motorized RVs with great deals on the best brands like Rockwood and Northwood. Niemeyer Trailer Sales truly outservices their competition with personable employees, often sons and daughters of this third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time because their names are on the building and with a huge selection of RV, uh, RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. Take that. And by the way, that all is true. It's one of the reasons that I agreed to uh, endorse the product because the, it's all about their family, and I love that, except for he likes you guys, which I was very pissed off about. Yeah. You know, really upset. Everyone has flaws. It's true. Uh, you will leave satisfied no matter what you're looking for. They take care of every memory maker. I mean, customer uh, that comes in. In their Albertville or Elko New Market location, head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com. Put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy, too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial conversation. Consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me, which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton. It's called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you'll receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sheets, and so much more. Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. It's the Memorial Day auction from Air Mechanical. Your chance to save up to 70% on items. Like this. You can save up to 70% on these amazing items and services. Bid now on a super high efficiency plus condensing tankless water heater from Renai. Enjoy an endless supply of hot water. Also bid on Aeroseal duct ceiling. Very effective way to improve the efficiency of heating and cooling systems by reducing air leakage. Just go to TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword auction to bid now. That's TomBernardShow.com and enter keyword auction. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. God, you just reminded me of something that I had forgotten all about. We were talking about Chicago and how much I used to love going to work down there. I was at A-plus for years, Sharon. I, I love you. I know you listen, Sharon. <laughs> but I used to love going to Chicago. For, I did for 40 years. Yeah. It, was, it was magnificent. But one of my least favorite memories, what's the name of the restaurant that was on top of the Hancock building? Um, oh. There's a restaurant on the very top floor, and I can't yeah. remember the name of it. doesn't matter what the name of it is. 
But apparently the server misinterpreted what I said because I had to go. So she walked past, and I was, you know, 26 or something, so I'm a smart ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which has changed so much. And I say to her, uh, would you do me a favor, bring me, bring me my check, because i got, I got to hit the bricks, right? She goes, what? And I said, i got to go. She goes, not, that's not what you said. I said, yeah, I said i got to hit the bricks. That means i got to go. She goes, do you know that somebody jumped off this building yesterday? I'm like, whoa! <laughs> little 90-story plunge. That Check. must have felt good when he hit. Oh. But uh, within 24 hours, <laughs> he jumps, and I say, I got to hit the bridge. Yeah. Too Thanks soon. a lot, buddy. <laughs> the odds time. there. Yeah, what are the odds of that being the case? Okay. Oh, she was very visibly upset, too, I bet. Because she apparently was in the building when he jumped. Ooh. Oh, my God. You know the thing I love about that building? Depends, because you know, there's a lot of wind in Chicago, the uh-huh. wind, you know, windy city and the whole deal. The Hancock building... And we got video, so this will work. Depending on which way the wind blows, the building sits like this. It literally curves oh. in the middle because the wind pushes the top over. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. There's there's a new building uh, designed by like one of the number one female architects. It's called the building's called Falling Water, and it's kind of like a little bit of a swiggle the building itself. But then somewhere around the 80th floor to like the 85th floor, it's just open. So the wind can oh, go through. Oh yeah, and there then you go. More condos on top. Yep, that's literal that's just smart. holes for floors, so the wind can go through. So the whole building doesn't just sway yep. back and forth. Because it will. Isn't that insane? Yeah. yeah. Should point out too during the break. I'm like, who'd want to live in Chicago? And yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I thought he was joking the whole time. I wasn't like, at all. Like, I seen her because yeah. I, I had forgotten. It's been so long since I've seen Allie. I, I yeah. knew years ago. It's been a few years now. I literally oh, thought you were Chicago, just going like. Yeah. Oh, and I was looking right at her when I said it. It comes off like I was kidding, but I was like, it's, it's because it's just so crowded. That's no, not I, because I, I hate it. it. I get it. It's not for everybody because, like, in a big city, everything is competitive. Like, parking, whatever it's you want to do, yeah, it's, too, it's a hassle. It's stressful. Yeah, yeah, and in Minneapolis, it's like, that's the beautiful thing about Minneapolis and St. Paul. It's like, you want to do something? You're there in 15 minutes. You're you parked. You're in. It. Right. You know, yeah. it's cheap. Right. It's good. Like, if you want to go somewhere else, you can. Okay, we got to we got to go around the room because okay. I do have a least favorite city in America. Ooh. I do. There's no question about it. And I'm not I, I'm not wild about L.A., but it's so much fun because you run into so many people you know and other you know luminaries and that kind of be at great restaurants and that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, Musso and Frank's right there across. Well, I worked there for many many years at the Capitol Tower. So. You know, I, I don't like it as much as I like Chicago. Let me yeah. put it that way. Yeah. I, I, L.A. is just above okay for me. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. Okay, Rudy, least favorite city in America. Whew, there's a couple of them. All uh, right. See, that's good. Yeah. Rudy's been around the block. Yeah, yeah I've been a few places. Uh, I would probably say my least favorite would have to be, mm, I know I'm going to take a lot of heat for this because it's got great food and, like, it's got a cool vibe and it's got history. San Francisco. Whoa. It's, Whoa. it's it's gotten too out of hand. It's gotten too crazy with the homeless. It's gotten too crazy you with the woke correct. left. It's gotten too crazy with the parking, with the price, yeah. with the I just can't do it anymore. For how much I love that city, the last time I, I was there, I just went, no more. I'm done. I could see that totally. Yeah. 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 I was there a few, bunch of years back. Yep, I, I agree with Rudy on that. You're going to San Francisco in two weeks? You guys are just offending me. <laughs> Who would want to ever go to San Francisco? <laughs> There's a restaurant there, and it's called, what's the name of the island? Fall, Fallon, Fallon Island or Fallon something island? But there's a restaurant named after it. Go to that restaurant. Okay. It's phenomenal. Okay. It's F-A-L-L-E-N, and I can't remember that. It's Fallon, it's not Fallon Gong, hmm. but something like that. Okay. Really good. But uh, I still love, well, I mean, you get, there's great things there. But Catherine and I, Andy had just been born. KQ took a trip out. We're going to see the Oakland A's and the Minnesota Twins at A's Stadium. Fun. That sounds like a blast. It was wonderful. We're pushing Andy down the street in a stroller. He's about, you know, at that time, four or five months old. And this convertible comes by with an older guy driving it with his arm around a much younger guy with his head on the older guy's shoulder. Mm -hmm. And as they drive by, the younger guy lifts his head, looks at Catherine and me and goes, effing breeders. Uh, what? It's pretty funny. How the hell did you get here, asshole? It's pretty funny. How was that funny? I mean, if it was one of those things that like somebody just shouted, it would be so funny because it's so ridiculous. Stupid breeder. 
Let's not be let's not be saying my wife is effing anything. No, but it's also like if you take a step back and just go, that is so ridiculous. You're right. Where did you come from? Where the humanity of it all is hilarious. Okay, Allie, least favorite city in America. Ooh, um okay, this is tough. Because I usually try I try to find something good anywhere I go. Yeah. I didn't I did not love um Des Moines. Is that a city? I mean, <laughs> does that even count? Does that count? It doesn't really count. I mean, I love Boston. I love New York. Oh, Boston's one of my favorite places. I love in the world. LA. I love San Francisco. There I mean, I haven't spent enough time in St. Louis to make a judgment. It's hard. It's hard for I me feel to like get down I'm going to suck at this game, too, because it's like anytime, even when I went someplace. What do you mean I'm going to suck at this game, too? She just said you suck at this game. She's terrible at it. I'm terrible at it. Um, <laughs> know thyself. I also, because I've been places for the army, and we've always had a blast there because Everyone, you just hang out with the locals. I mean, I mm-hmm. drank moonshine from a hole. A guy dug up a, <laughs> a like a glass jar of moonshine, what and we area drank it. And of had Tennessee, where you in? I was in South Carolina. Okay, there you go. So fun. Checks. And when we would landed in Alabama, I'd had fun. Texas, a blast. San Antonio is there's terrible parts of San Antonio, but again, so fun. I mean, Tampa, I guess, maybe, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. What's that? Oh, you don't like those? Yeah. yeah, I heard yeah. Atlanta is often overrated, but I've never been there, so I feel like I've only been in the airport. Um, but I want to go there. You know what's amazing about you? You can change the subject at any story. It's amazing. We went from where's your least favorite place to you know the airport has a canteen and <laughs> like what the hell are you? Have talking? you been to Atlanta? Is it nice? Many times. Is it great? Oh, I love. Well, oh. there are parts. That's what I'm saying. I've heard. There are certain parts of Atlanta you don't want to be hanging out in. I didn't know if, yeah. Atlanta's one of those ones I've heard that you'll be underwhelmed by sometimes. Well, that's where where the Q's headquarters were. What is the the Terminex building or whatever the hell it was called? I don't know. They would never send me to the (laughs) headquarters. You didn't want to be sent down there. You didn't. Okay, I'll I'll close the show with that quick story after we're done. So you're going with what city? I said, I'm with Allie. I don't think I could pick. Uh, I'll well, Allie did pick Des Moines. Fine, I'll pick Des Moines as well, just so oh, that's shit really on nice. Des Moines. Just piss on our neighbors, yeah. way to go. And Ray, what do you got? Brooklyn Center. Oh. Brooklyn Center, <laughs> Minnesota. Kevin! Oh, you monster. But Brooklyn Park's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Brooklyn's, I'd say Brooklyn Center would probably be my least okay. favorite. Remember, I've been doing a little Uber and Lyft driving, so I get it. That's oh, true. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you where I'd really rather not go. Okay, we got Rudy with San Francisco. We got Allie with Des Moines. We got Brittany with Des Moines. We got Ray with uh, Brooklyn Center. And I went with Houston. I do not like Houston. Don't What's like, wrong with Houston? It's, it's like They're, L.A. It's all spread out. It's all really spread out. And this this goes over that. And then you go under the bridge. And then you go over the top of the other. It's like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. No planning. Yeah, there's no planning there. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's exactly it. There's, that's why Chicago's great. Because it's all planned. They threw it together. Yeah. Yep, it's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. No, I can't remember the story I was going to tell. You're going to tell uh, the story about Atlanta. Oh yes, it, very quickly. What the hell was the name of that building that you Cumulus said was in? Something with They're the still key. there, I think. It's like the X building. They call it the. It's not a exterminate, but it's the X building. They call it. But in any case, so I get a call from uh, one of the Dickey brothers. Yeah. Tom, oh, uh, we okay. need you to come down to uh, down to Atlanta. Come on down, and uh, so. Scott, James, and I hop on an airplane. We fly down to Atlanta, stay overnight. We have a meeting the next morning, and I get there, and John Dickey walks out, looks at me, and goes, oh, I don't really have time for that meeting anymore. <gasps> really? OMG. Yeah, that's how big a prick that guy was. Again, he's about the size of this pop bottle, so he's got a real problem with that. What did you say to him when he said that? I told him to go F himself. That's what I told him. And so you guys didn't have a meeting? You flew out there for no, nothing? I flew there for no reason whatsoever. Well, tell him that, to F himself. To yeah, get yeah, screwed yeah. by little Dicky. <laughs> Boy, look at the time. I love this moves. We do have to get going, but thanks a lot for coming in, both of you. Hey, thank Not you for having you, me. Though, I, it was really a pleasant surprise. Yeah, Rudy got reached out so to me and said, come on in. It was very nice of you guys. I thank like you. It. No doubt about Appreciate it. it. Thanks a lot. Bye.